Lord, look at that. Uh, and we are going to touch on a few things. Because y'all know, normally when we come on, we don't have just one set topic. Hardly ever. The Lord leads us in many different directions. And so we just go with the flow. And that's what we're going to do today. Right, baby? Yeah. All right, get us started. I'm going to start off with a prayer since she didn't you know, say that. <laughs> y'all, y'all know how we roll already. Father God, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity. Lord, we pray right now, God, that you'll, Lord, just allow us to decrease and for you to increase, God, yes, and for God. us to bring forth something, Lord, that someone out there needs and can use to help them through this week in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Father God, we pray that you'll just anoint each and every listening ear, each and every mind. Lord, just give them what they need, God, on this day and this week, God. Yes, Lord, we God. pray it and we ask it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. So, one of the the things that I was thinking about earlier today, or not too long ago, actually, like en route to the radio station, um, how we are struggling to get out of our comfort zones in order to grow and do something different with our lives. When God is speaking to us and telling us to move, um, sometimes we are afraid to do so. Over the last few weeks, one of our sons has been trying to change his eating habits and work out in order to prepare his body for a particular goal that he has. And so every day he's telling me about these things that are causing him discomfort as he tries to adjust to something new. Uh, you know, he's not eating certain foods anymore or he's working out in this way or that way and starting to run, which has caused him in his mind great discomfort. So as we discuss these things, I'm thinking to my own self how God, whenever we are afraid to get out of our comfort zones, we don't grow. The thing that we are destined for, we sometimes miss and carry to the grave as a result of always wanting to be comfortable, always wanting to be in what we consider uh, an easy place. Everything isn't going to be easy. There are so many different things that we will go through that will challenge us in order to change us throughout the course of this life. And instead of us being angry or bitter about the changes that are necessary, we, we need to learn how to adjust and go with the flow. Go in the direction that God is calling you and trying to send you so that you can have the things that he has promised you. My son has not only made those changes, but it is obvious in his appearance. That's right. He's working, y'all, and, and it's something that he hasn't done before. He's doing a, an excellent job. And like she said, he's going through some changes, some discomfort. And, um, but it's, it's necessary. Mm -hmm. And um, the two, two things that stuck out, what Tika just said, she said uh, afraid and, you know, fearful. And those are the, the two number one things, y'all, that, that keep people from being successful or keep people from advancing or elevating, so, so to say, because... Right. Fear sets in. Uh, a lot of people are afraid of what they don't know, you mm -hmm. know, including us from time to time. You want to stay in that comfort zone. And when you want to, you have an idea. I want to go do this. I want to try that. But fear sets in. You're afraid of what's going to happen if I fail. What's going to happen if I mess up, if I don't do everything right. But the thing we, we have to realize and understand is you're going to fail at some point in time in your life, no matter what you're doing, 
you're not going to be successful all the time. Failure Mm -hmm. is another stepping stone, so to say, and it helps you to grow. Right. You can build off that failure. You know, uh, what I say, uh, stepping stones or steps of failure, that they'll build that success. But you have to get out of, of that zone of being afraid and fearful and get out here and and do something else. Try something new. Uh, start a little side hustle. Like I, I say all the time about, you know, wanting to generate different streams of income. But what am I going to do to generate two or three other forms of income while doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to make money while I'm asleep. I want to be able to, you know, do things like that. But what am I going to do? And when I and when I start thinking about it, I am fearful sometimes about if I do this, what's going to happen? If I take this money and put it here, and, well, you know, what if something happened to it? Oh, Lord, I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to lose this amount of money or that amount of money. But at what point do we lose the the fearfulness and just go? When you make the decision to do so. And just like so many other things, it's about what your mind is saying to you. What what is it that you want to do that you don't do? And what is it that you want to do that you choose to do? If we make the decision that, okay, I'm going to invest this money in what it is I have my heart set on because I've prayed about it, because God is showing me that it is so that I can do it, then I'm going to go ahead and do it because he ain't going to let me lose out. Even if it's going to be in a different form, he's going to look out for me. Somebody may have to come through and bless me, you know, but there, it's going to happen. So I think that it's important that we begin to invest in ourselves and that we get out of this place of Everybody else got it going on and they can do it, but I just cannot do it. I'm just not capable of the success that God has shown me for myself. Everybody else, yeah, yeah, okay, y'all, yeah, uh uh-huh, I got you. But for me, no. Like he said, just let me stay in the place I'm in and just keep doing the things that I'm doing, the routine that I have. But that routine is not going to create the additional wealth that you're trying to create, depending on what it is you're doing. Now, if if you see that it is, that's great. But in some instances, it's not. And we just can't be continue staying in those places. She's right, y'all. And I, and I was just sitting there thinking about uh, tithing. And this is something um, I'm speaking on personally, but but tithing is something I think that or I can say that I was afraid of or fearful even of paying my tithes. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking in the back of my head, Lord knows that I could use that money for something else. I could I could, you know, put my tithe money on this bill or that bill. So it's something that I had to learn to let the fear go and know that God would bless me when I paid my tithe. And it's something that a lot of people, I think, still struggle with, or you only pay part, partial part of your tithes, or you just send some money here, some money there, because you're afraid of, well, what if I, I might need that $100, or I might need that $75 this week, I ain't got no gas, I got to eat this week, and you know, different things like that. And and when a man can, well, we're supposed to do it first anyway. We're supposed to give God our first. So get in the routine of taking that 10% out when you get whatever money you got. But anybody who, who plans things and, are you know, uh, an organized person, they already have their bills set in mind. Well, when I get paid Friday, I'm going to have to pay this. I'm going to have to pay this. Man, it ain't going to leave me but with uh, two hundred dollars, and I got to do this. I need gas. We need groceries. So where where do the tithes come in? So I had to drop fear 
to start tithing faithfully in, in the way that I needed to. I had to forget all about, uh, about all the other things that I thought I needed my tithe money for mm -hmm. and just trust God and, and drop that fear. And even in doing that, I know there are many people who feel like paying your tithes is just you uh, paying this pastor, but the church needs money in order to operate. And it, this wasn't even the plan, but obviously someone needs to hear this. The We, we really do need to pay our tithes and make sure that we are doing it cheerfully. Don't be angry about having to do it. And, and you know, if, if that's the way you feel, don't even bother to do it. Be a cheerful giver and know that it's going in a place where everybody is supposed to be blessed. Everybody is supposed to be together as a family unit there in that church. So, you know, work together and do what you do with the right motives and the right heart. And, and don't let a pastor of a church, a deacon, trustee, member of a church stop you from paying your tithes because you see the pastor doing something wrong or the deacons doing something wrong or, or oh, that they don't do nothing but talk about people at that church. I ain't giving them nothing. You ain't hurting nobody but yourself. You ain't hurting that pastor, that deacon, that whoever, that member who's doing whatever, if it's out of the will of God, you have to continue to do what you're supposed to do faithfully. You, your blessings don't come off of what somebody else is doing or what the pastor is doing or not doing. So that that's another thing I think that, that keeps people from saying that, well, they did me this way, so I ain't, I ain't giving them nothing. You ain't giving who nothing. It, it, that, that money, like she, Tika said, it ain't going to the pastor. It ain't going to that, that member that, that cursed you out or, or whatever went on. That money's for the church. And like she said, the, the, the church, in my opinion, a, a lot of people have different things at church, fundraisers, um, anniversaries, and, and all of this. But the truth be told, if you look at the, the church's roster of members, if every member paid their tithes faithfully, you wouldn't have to do all this fundraising. You wouldn't have to have all these anniversaries. You wouldn't have to have all, all, all these things that the raise money to so-called keep the church going. If everyone did what they were supposed to do, I'm, I truly believe that. But don't let someone or some individual stop you from getting your blessing. I think a lot of people do that. Now, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, I agree. I think that we need to work harder on ourselves instead of focusing on other people and trying to figure out what they have going on. If you if you definitely feel like what's going on at your church is not, you know, godly, then you should be seeking God on where you should now go because your season may be up at that place. Or well, what you can do to help. That too. Um, yeah, we have to grow as people. And sometimes that is very painful and uncomfortable in for us to have to go through or do. I'm not ever saying that anything that I've experienced has all been, you know, every bit of it was good, but I have became who I am and I'm very happy. God knows I am so thrilled at the changes God has allowed me to make through him and with him. And even the decisions that, you know, that I wouldn't even have guessed I would have ever made just to be who I am right now. Y'all, there was a lot of discomfort. There was even in my life. I, you know, the person that I, that I, you know, that Tika sees every morning and the, pers the person that I see every morning, it's not the same person that, that, that we saw 12 years ago, 13 years ago. And it ain't. I mean, we're totally different, and, and I think we're... In the best way. Yeah, totally better. 
And but Thank a lot God. of you know, like I said, sometimes we everybody is not going you know see that or realize that, and that's what some people get stuck on too. Don't wait on everybody else's blessings or uh, pats on the back to say, oh, you're doing a great job or I love this person that you've become because somebody, you know, there's some people out there that's always going to see you for who you were 10, 12 years ago. That, that's just facts. It's, yeah. it's not right and it, it's, it's not what we want, but there's always going to be some who will never see you change. Even, you know, for some people who make the most drastic changes, there's still going to be some people who always see them in the most negative way at all times. And we need to realize that But because change does hurt. And a lot of people don't see, I just said 10 or 12 years. That's a long time, y'all. But a lot of people don't see what Tika went through, what I went through in those 10 or 12 years to be where we're at now. And not we're not perfect now, a long ways from it. But we're way better people, you know, parents, uh, husband and wife mm -hmm. than we've ever been. And and I thank God for that. But everybody doesn't see what goes on when you go walk in the house and close the door. You know, a lot of people don't see what it takes, what you have to go through in order oh, to yeah. build or in order to get to where we are or where you are now. The cost of the oil, you know, just the the calling that is upon our lives causes us to have these attacks and these experiences that are definitely unseen, uh, but they are not greater than God. And so we don't give in to what's going on at all. You know, I'm confident that God is going to do what he has promised us. His word is tried and true and he shall not fail. And that, that doesn't just go for us. It goes for you, whatever your experiences are and whatever the struggles are, whatever the discomfort is, know that God is readily available to assist you, to help you, to comfort you, to hold you, to help you in whatever area you need. Even before I really got serious in my journey with God and I was just you know, in and out and doing what I wanted to. It didn't matter. When I prayed to him, even when I was raggedy and ratchet as could be, I knew he heard me. I knew he would answer me. And there were times that he was quiet and I didn't always know, you know, like, oh Lord, I don't play myself so much. You threw with me. Then something would happen and I would realize, girl, he still got you. You know, he's still there. He still hears you. So don't feel like based on the mistakes you're making or uh, whatever it is that you're going through that you're like, I mean, you know, God has given up on me. He's not, you know, he's not my friend or he doesn't love me anymore. He absolutely does. So whenever you're ready for change, go for it. Talk to him. And he'll, he'll be there to listen. Like Tika said, you might not mm -hmm. get an immediate, immediate answer, but trust me, he hears you. And, uh, but a lot of times I think, I know I've heard my brother say it before. We pray, we may ask God for something, but you don't, you don't sit and wait for an answer. Mm -hmm. you, you don't sit and, and wait to hear from God, or you don't do the necessary things to hear from God. You just ask him a question. I wouldn't ask Tico a question and then just walk out of this room or, or go about my day I mean, and, and, and never get an answer. But how many times do we do that to God? Mm -hmm. We pray and ask him for things, every, most people, every day. But how many of us sit and wait and, and see, see what, what God's going to come back with? See, see what kind of answer he's going to give you. Right. Just knowing that it is a conversation between the two of you and not feeling like everything has to be rushed. Because I think 
we rush with everything we do. We want immediate answers. Uh, we want immediate results. Like I, if I work out for one hour and eat right one day, the next day, I better have lost two pounds or I'm just going to quit this whole thing already because it ain't working. You have to be different. You have to be patient. And that is waiting without becoming uh, frustrated. You got to be able to just wait on the Lord. Do it. It's going to be worth it. I know he's going to work it out. Everything we got going on at any time and on any day, he's our go-to. That's so, it. yeah. You got something else to say? Yeah. And, and just when, you know, sometimes we may think everything is going well and a, a, a little hiccup may come mm -hmm. from here or there. But don't allow that to keep you off track or, or stop you from where you're going because that's what that hiccup was for. Yeah. is is to, to stop you. You're doing something right. Think of it that way. Every time something happens that's wrong, I must be doing something right because this happened or that happened. So continue to press on and keep doing what's right and don't allow the, the, the wrong things that come here and there to turn you around. Amen. And la lastly, uh, apply the word to your situations, whatever the struggles are in your life. Literally, you could go to Google and Google scripture for anxiety. Scripture for love, whatever you need. And then there you go. Write that scripture down. Hide that scripture in your heart. Repeat that scripture every time that particular stress is trying to resurface in your life until you see the word of God manifest in your life and it's victorious. Okay. Yeah, that'll do it. You good? I'm good. We good. I ain't got now. Okay, right. Oh, yes, I do. Um, happy 50th anniversary to my mother-in-law and father-in-law. My parents. Period. Okay. They are wonderful. They celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary yesterday. To God be all the glory. They are amazing. And yeah, we're going to get there, right? And thanks to everyone who came out and supported and showed them love. They yes. really appreciate it. Yes. Y'all really came through. We love y'all. want you to do what you do best. That is being you. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. Join us each and every Sunday at 6 p.m.